Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, baby. Welcome back to the Talk with Micah and Friends. And yes, it is me, Micah. Thank you guys so very much for always staying tuned and in tune to the Talk with Micah and Friends. It's very appreciative. I love and thank you so very much for the support. Um, Hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. It is now Wednesday, February 12th. And do we have a show for you guys, all right? And for those that are out there in Atlanta, in the Carolinas, bundle up, baby. Bundle up. Stay your behind in the house. Do not go out shopping or I'm sure the stores are closed, but don't go out there if you don't necessarily have to, okay? Be safe, be safe, and keep warm. Keep warm. But we have a wonderful show for you guys today. It's the Chat with the Nintles. The Chat with the Nintles, Okay. I've had the pleasure of um, seeing these contestants or these title holders, I'm sorry, these title holders over the years um, compete to be Mr. and Miss Continental. Um, as you guys know, I'm an advent Continental fan, and we'll get to that later. But um, this is our 10th show. It's our 10th show. I mean, it's, it's kind of like monumental, you know. Um, and even though you may say, okay, 10 shows, 10 shows is a lot of work, especially when you're doing it by yourself, okay? And a lot of people may have given up, but not I, baby, because I have work to do. But again, thank you so very much for staying tuned and in tune to the talk with Micah and friends. That music, the art of noise, moments of love, is just, it's got, it has me, my, my radio voice is on, right? Right. Well, guys, it is time for the free and clear, free and clear. Free and clear segment. They say life is a battlefield. I say bring it on. If you want to know how I feel, live it till it's gone. I'm just saying that what don't kill only makes you strong. If you don't recognize what is Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for always saying tune in and tune to the free and clear segment. All right. Mr. and Ms. Dumar International, February 23rd, 2014. Registration will be at 1 p.m., 15th anniversary. Categories include presentation, male, creative black, female, creative white, talent, sportswear, gown, formal wear, top five, question and answer, uh, honoring. Damani Hall Dickerson and Giselle Bobby Royale. Entry fee is $200. The winner receives $1,000. First runner up is $400. And the second runner up walks away with their entry fee back. All right, again, that is Mr. and Miss Dumar International. Mr. National Superior Newcomer, honoring Kishan Gotti Ross, and Miss National Supreme Newcomer, honoring Charmaine B. Cassidine. The theme is Welcome to the Jungle. They'll be held Sunday, March 2nd, 2014 at the Jet Lounge in Houston, Texas, hosted by Crystal Star. 
categories to include interview, presentation, red, white, or combo, talent, formal wear, evening gown, question and answer. All right? Again, that is the Mr. National Superior and Miss National Supreme. Craig Henderson and US of A Pageants presents Mr. and Miss Gay Houston, US of A. Heaven or Hell? Pick one. Sunday, March 9th, uh, that's going to be starring Jaden Daniels, um, Gina Sky, Alexis Paris, Patrick Michaels, and Courtney Page Van Wills, um, who's the reigning Miss Continental Elite, will be the host and MC. And they'll have many, many other formers that will be present on that evening. Registration is going to be at 4 p.m. Interviews at 5, and that's going to be at the F-Bar, baby, the F-Bar in Houston, Texas. All right, I do have another announcement, a special, uh, one of my special announcements, and that is basically, um, I told you guys before um, regarding B-Boy Blues, right? B-Boy Blues. Well, um, that's the one that I'm gearing up to actually go. um, There's a play that'll be in um, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, um, and uh, I'm going to be there supporting that. Uh, but I'll give you some more information in regards to B-Boy Blues, okay? Are you ready for that information? Okay, here we go. B-Boy Blues, the play, adapted for the stage by James Earl Hardy. It's going to be February 25th at 7 p.m. at the Painted Bride Arts Center, 230 Vine Street in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You can go to eventbrite.com, um, eventbrite.com, B-Boy Blues, the play, to get more information. Um, and, again, that's Philadelphia's Black Gay Pride is presenting this um, play at the Painted Bride Art Center. I'm actually going to post the specials that they have in regards to the tickets. So, guys, if you are in the tri-state area, if you're in the DMV area, if you're in New York or whatever the case may be, and you want to go check out a wonderful play, and you want to get some, uh, even if you want to see some previews of the play, you can go to YouTube and just put in B-Boy Blues the Play. And they have some information and they have some um, videos that you can actually watch. So you can get a little taste before you actually get there. Do your homework, right? Do your homework. Black America, the revival, will be held March 14th through the 16th, 2014. And if you would like to advertise your pageant, support your contestant, or promote your brand in their actual program book, you are more than welcome to do so. All ads are full page color, $125. The deadline to submit is March 3rd, 2014. And you can also contact or please contact Landis Osborne, okay? He's the one that you need to submit that information to. Georgia Continental presents the first annual Mr. Georgia Continental Friday, March 21st at 11.30 p.m. Ooh, that's a late pageant. Special guests who include, um, but not limited to, Nicole Love Dupree, Miss Continental 2007, Christopher Iman, Mr. Continental 2010, also the reigning Mr. Gay U.S. of A, and Khalil Valentino, Mr. Continental 2014, okay? Registration is $75 online fee prior to March 7th, and any time thereafter is $125. And it's going to be at the New LaBuzz off Franklin Road in Marietta, Georgia, okay? And the uh, co-promoter is actually uh, one of the promoters is Mr. Continental 2006, Mr. Tony Desario, who's a sweetheart, and Anton Mulvaney. We also have a few other Continental um, prelims that I would love to announce. Miss Florida Continental coming up February 17, 2014, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, at LIPS. You can contact Keith Allen, Francesca Richards, and Adam Northrop for more information. I'll also post the ad or the flyer on the Talk with Mike and Friends Facebook page. Also, Chicago Continental, um, Miss Chicago, and Miss Chicago Continental Plus will be held February 24th 
2014 at the Baton Show Lounge in Chicago, Illinois, and Anton Mulvaney, who's also the co-promoter of Mr. Georgia Continental. He's the promoter for this one as well. And again, I'll post his information shortly, okay? All right, is there anything else I want to announce? I think I'll announce this one more, and we'll go ahead and get down to the nintos. Uh, True Indie Management and Songwriter Composers MC Music Conference presents, woo, that was a lot, It's All About the Business, Artist and Producer Workshop hosted by Atlantic Records Senior Director of Artist and Repertoire Development, Mr. Sean Barron. That'll be held Sunday, February 22nd, 2014, at the Residence Inn by Marriott from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. in downtown Burbank, California. Okay, you can also go to www.scmcmusic.com for more information. Again, it's all about the business, artists and producer workshop. Um, so those of you that are in surrounding areas, you know, you want to go check it out, you want to know all about the business and get all the tea, then you need to go over there, all right? All right, well, guys, I'm not going to hold you any longer. I've said enough announcements for today. Hope that you guys always stay free and clear. And if you have any announcements that you would, of course, like me to announce, you can always uh, email me at thetalkwithmicah at gmail.com. You can also go to the Talk with Micah and, Friends, Micah and Friends Facebook page. You can also hit me up on Micah Piss Lord's page. That's me, okay? You can go there as well if you are my friend. If you're not, I suggest you email me. Well, next up, Mr. and Miss Continental 2013-2014. This is the end. Hold your breath and count to ten. Feel the earth move and then hear my heart burst again. For this is the All right, all right, all right. Well, we are here to the meat of our program, and thank you guys so very much for always staying tuned and in tune to the talk with Micah and friends. Um, If anyone knows me, they know that the Continental Pageantry System is the one and only system. I know I'm going to get killed for this, but it is the one and only system that I completely live and breathe for within gay pageantry, Um, a system with so much beauty, talent, style, and professionalism, might I add, along with their classic and elite formers that continue to draw new and old spectators each and every year. And um, I like to pride myself, you know, with saying that I like to um, try to recruit new spectators to the system year after year. And after about 10 years of attending Continental, that's right, 10 years straight of attending Continental, I'm finally sitting down with the reigning Mr. and Miss Continental 2013-2014, Mr. Khalil Valentino and Miss Nasha Lopez. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey. Hey, guys. Hello. Thank how you. Are, how are you guys doing? I'm good. I'm uh, sitting here in my massage chair. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. And what about you, Nasha? <laughs> I'm doing well, thank you. Recovering from the trip from Miami. I'm sure you are. And, again, I, I know that both of you just wrapped up two preliminaries, Royal Continental and Carolina over the past week, so I really appreciate you both taking the time out of your busy schedules to sit with, um, sit down with me on tonight. And, again, I want to thank um, all the callers and all the listeners that are listening right now 
And, again, we'll get to the listeners as far as if you have a question that you would like to ask Mr. and Miss, Mr. or Miss Continental, you will have that opportunity a little later on in the show. So let's go ahead and get started, as I don't care to waste any more um, time. Um, I'm going to ask you both a few questions just to get to know the both of you a little better. And then at the end of my questions, again, I will open up to the audience to ask questions as well. So, Naisha, ladies, first I'm going to go ahead and start with you. Um, we, all have, we all have wondered, where did this phenomenon known as Naisha Lopez come from out of nowhere years ago? Um, blazing onto the runway of Continental and into the hearts and the minds of many of Continental's supporters. So tell us, where did you come from? Who is Nature Lopez? And who's the man behind the woman? Okay. Well, um, I'm originally from, um, what a great question. I'm originally from Puerto Rico, and um, I moved here at a pretty early age here, uh, being Chicago. And... Um, Nasha came, uh, it's funny because I actually attended Continental for the first time ever um, when, when I was 16, um, and I got to see um, Yoshiko Oshiro um, win. Okay. And after I saw her, I absolutely fell in love with, with the system, with, with pageantry, with, with all of it. And um, I was there actually sneaking in <laughs> mm-hmm. for <laughs> for one of the contestants, and um, I said, I, I have to be on this stage someday. I just, I have to. Um, being able to get up there and, and express yourself artistically, and um, it, it's, it's just something I wanted to do. And years later, I was, I was able to do so. Um, you know, Nasha Lopez comes um, from, you know, the, the artist in me. Um, I. I do have those feminine characteristics that I love to express, and it is through the art of female impersonation that I see best fit for me and and being able to do so. Um, And, yeah, so that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Now, where where did the name Nasha come from? Nasha, um, Nasha Lopez, actually the name um, means special, um, and we were going through, what would happen was I was going through this program book, um, for a pageant in Puerto Rico, and we found this girl that I resembled. Um, this was for, for an actual uh, female pageant in Puerto Rico. And we're like, oh, my God, when you dress up, you look like her a little bit. We're like, what's her name? And we, it was Nasha, and then uh, we looked up to see what it meant, and it meant special. And so we're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's keep it. So that's how I got Nasha. And Lopez, I mean, everyone knows Lopez is a, Latin, easy, right? You know, you know. So um, that's where I got Lopez from, and, and Nisha. Okay. Well, we got we, we got to know just a little bit, and I'm sure we'll know a little bit more later on. But thank you so very much for that. Now we're going to go ahead and sure. go to the handsome gentleman, uh, Khalil, um, a person of many talents, a creative a creative man who constantly thinks outside of the box. Having seen you start small and end big. Who is Khalil Valentino? Tell us the background story on Khalil and his journey into what we now see as his manhood. Oh, thank you for the question, and that's You're a good welcome. question. I, I just I just learned a lot about my queen myself. Keep it secret, but no, um, I Khalil. I'm from St. Louis. Uh, many okay. people know Calvin, so I know you hate it when sometimes when you be on stage and people call you your real name. I'm like, no, I'm Khalil right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, 
my real name is Calvin, but uh, my stage name is Khalil Valentino. Mm-hmm. Uh, many people know that uh, Kitty Litter, um, as my performing, you know, pageant uh, mother, but mm-hmm. uh, many people don't know that Kitty is actually my actual blood cousin. She's my actual oh. relative. Okay. And so it was easy for me um, to, first of all, come out uh, to my family because Kitty was already doing pageants. And then so Kitty's mom is Vicky Valentino, which is where I get Valentino from. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we used to go over and we used to watch pageants and stuff at Kitty's house all the time. And Vicky was like, after I expressed interest that I wanted to do pageants, Vicky was like, she just started calling me Khalil. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I guess the name is going to stick with me. So that's kind of like where I got Khalil from. And okay. when Vicky has her mind set on something, it's, it's going to be that way, no way or not. Oh, most definitely. So I know Vicky. I was, stuck mm-hmm. with, <laughs> I was stuck with that name, and I, I'm, I'm so happy. Now I found out the name is Arabic. Arabic. And okay. it means so many different things to so many different people. But I love the name. And so I got my start, actually, from a, from a local pageant. Um, I live in L.A., so I drove. Many people don't know this. I drove. Um, uh, day two days got two flat tires to a little local pageant that Vicky has called uh, Missouri State, which is now a state pageant. Right. And very my very first experience, I drove there. I got two flat tires. I won that pageant, and I thought to myself, if I could win this pageant and go through all these challenges and adversities, I can do anything I put my mind to. So okay. about a month later, I went and c- competed for my first national, which was called Mr. Black Gay USA, and I won uh-huh. that. Casadine, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep this thing going, and I want—I consider myself among the best, and I want to—I want nothing but the best for myself. So I said, you know, I'm going to do Connell. As scary as it was, I was like, I'm going to keep doing it until mm-hmm. I can't do it anymore, until I win, and. And I have always been, as far as the ta- as far as talent goes, I've always been like a creative person, like helping mm-hmm. behind the different pageants and stuff. Okay. So. I just brought those same talents, and many people don't know that I used to dance with, like, Usher and Missy Elliott and, uh, okay. just, you know, I've toured and stuff. So a lot of people don't know that I bring that aspect to, you know, to my, uh, you know, my pageantry and stuff. So it's been a, a journey for me, but I've been loving, like, every minute of it. Great. Little known fact. Now let me ask you this question, and then we'll move on. I, I was... Uh, a little conflicted because I didn't know if I wanted to say Khalil Valentino Litter or if I wanted to say Khalil Valentino, but then I started saying, saying well, everything says Khalil Valentino. So so my thing is, um, you dropped Litter, or was there a reason why? Or Well, the Litter the litter is implied. I used it for so many I, – I don't know about you, but I when <laughs> when I'm watching a pageant and mm-hmm. somebody has seven names on their one. Oh, yeah. I, uh-huh. it's, it's so, like, tongue-tied. I'm like, okay, you know what? We need to shorten this. And yeah. – <laughs> Everybody know that Jim Jimmy has a hard time saying a lot of the names, especially if they're spelled like incredibly wrong. Yes, yeah. So I just wanted to make it hard, it'd be easy for everybody, and okay. you know everybody knows my relationship with Kitty, you know, right. and uh, you know, and so I just felt like it's already implied, and I just wanted to make it easier. Okay. Well, thanks for clearing that up because I wanted to know. Um, <laughs> we are all inspired by someone, you know, rather it be in and out of pageantry. Um, you know, but outside of your parentals, your siblings, and close family members, as well as friends, who inspires you and why? Okay, so outside of your parentals, your siblings, your close family members, and friends, who inspires you and why? And we'll start with Nasha, and then Khalil will go to you next. Okay, okay. Um, for me, um, it actually, um, it's it's actually the confluence of family. Um when I started 
doing drag and I was exposed to to female impersonation, it's it's who I would emulate. I would see these former continental um, entertainers, and mm-hmm. I was completely in awe with all of them. Um, I could not wait for Labor Day weekend every mm-hmm. single year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to tell you a secret. My, okay. <laughs> I have a half sister. She's older than I am. Yeah, it, it's not a secret and to nobody anymore. But go ahead, nature. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she she. I have a half sister. And she was getting married, and she was getting married on Labor Day weekend. Mm. And I was 19, 19, 20. Yeah, I was like 19 or 20. And I'm like, you can't get married on Labor Day weekend. I, I have consensus on Labor Day weekend. I have to go to consensus. Right, right. <laughs> and sure enough, I made it to go to her ceremony and then rushed over to Continental, and that was it. I didn't even go to the reception. Mm. This is how in awe I was with this system, and mm-hmm. they've really inspired me to just, you know, be my best and, and always um, be a better version of myself than I was yesterday. Um, Continental will really have that, uh, that effect on you. Almost definitely. I mean, I can tell you that over the years, yeah, as I said, I've been going, you know, not as long as many others out there, but I've been going for 10 years. This will be my 10th year anniversary going to Continental and being a, an avid spectator, but uh, there's been times, especially on my earlier years, and I credit Marlon, uh, Marlon uh, Davis, who is Sasha Valentino's, was Sasha Valentino's best friend. Um, he's the one who kind of really took me, you know, to Continental. But uh, there's been times when I have lied to my uh, employer and said, hey, I got a wedding to go to or, <laughs> or, um, or a, re- a family reunion or whatever. And I remember one time I was just getting in new in, new in position. And uh, I was just like, uh, well, I just have to let you know this this one weekend that I just I have to I have to go to Chicago, da da da. And it's been you know ever since. I mean, now I don't have to do that, but trust me, I'm with you, Nation. That's been times where I just <laughs> had to lie and say, look, baby, <laughs> something else is going on. But uh, but thank yeah, you thank you so much, Nation. Well, and um, Khalil, for you. Yeah, for uh, for me, I would I mean I would have to say it's two two things that really inspire me, and one mm-hmm. of them is Beyonce, and the other one definitely I would have to agree with Asia is is the Continental family. And okay. For me, uh, uh, Continental is the Grammys of pageantry, you know. Mm. And so whenever I competed for Continental, people always were like, Khalil, why do you always have to go so big? Why do you always have to, you know, you just you know just calm down a little? And they never understood what was in my mind. And right. so I said, I also said Beyonce because she's always pushing the limits. I remember, people don't know, I mean, if you're my close friend like Xavier or, or Fantasia, you know this about me. Like whenever I do a talent, I always mm-hmm. have like my phone in the back. And I'll, I'll be even, you know, I have to watch a Beyonce performance right before I go on stage, you know, when I mm-hmm. compete. Because it gives me the energy just knowing that she does not give a care, you know, right before she hits the stage. And mm-hmm. to me, that's the kind of performer I take that away from from her, and it's kind of weird because she's a you know a, a female entertainer, but she embodies some of those same characteristics that you know I give on stage, even as a male performer. And so I would say the Continental System too, because the, just the legacy and the people and Jim is just so professional, and the Continental System is so professional, and mm-hmm. I wanted to be a part of something like that. Okay, okay, Continental family. You guys are very inspiring, I see, uh, as well as Beyonce. She's inspiring everybody out there. Um, but thank you guys for that. <laughs> now, um, so many have come before you, okay, and many will come after you, 
what do you honestly feel is missing within pageantry, if anything? And the things you deem as missing, how do you feel you can contribute to making that missing component active again? <laughs> I'll repeat that because I know it was a little long. So many have come before you and many will come after you. But what do you honestly feel is missing within pageantry, if anything? And the things that you deem as missing, how do you feel you can contribute to making that missing component active again? And we'll go with uh, Khalil first, and then we'll go to Nation. For me, I have been spending my brain trying to inspire people. It, 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 so many times as title holders, a lot of people make it about themselves. And mm-hmm. I've been trying to make my reign be about inspiring other people. But the thing that I think is missing as far on the male division, I think, as far is the respect for what we're doing ourselves. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we have to remember that it's not always about being naked, you know, because if you think that way, you have to understand that you're going to be working backwards. You're going to be working on the back end trying to get your respect. But if, right. you, if you do it right and you make it about entertainment first, and entertaining and inspiring people. You can be naked all day long, but you don't have to work backwards then after trying to get your respect. So for me, I'm working my hardest trying to make sure I keep the respect uh, level for male pageantry and male leads, but also make sure I inspire people. And I definitely believe that the male um, entertainers out there will give you kudos to that because um, I know when, when I spoke with Cameron and Giselle, Mr. and Ms. Back Universe, last month, that was something that, you know, he spoke on. So, you know, just bringing it back and, and, and get, respecting the male entertainers because they, you guys are there for a reason. Uh, so thank you for that. And uh, Nisha? Um, you know, I, there's. It's funny when you ask this question. I I want to go in so many different directions because mm-hmm. go in, huh? Be honest, <laughs> go in, go in, go in, go let loose, go ahead. You know, because there's just there there are quite a few things that you know I I think are are missing. You know, especially when it, it and I'll go in into the part where you know in in the competitive aspect of it. Um, I think that some some individuals have a certain perception of what it is that you need to be or who you need to be when you compete um, mm-hmm. for a certain system. And uh, I think that we need to be aware that no matter what system it is that you do, you have to be true to yourself. And you, you can't say, I'm going to go to Continental and I'm going to do this talent because I feel that this is Continental. Right. And what people tend to do is they tend to be comparative. And it's what I use in, in my years you know, prior um, to winning that, that I've competed. I used to be comparative. I, I used to look at, you know, for example, uh, um, Mimi and, and her, her year that she won or look at um, Erica Norrell and Erica Andrews and, and be comparative. Mm-hmm. When in the end, the year that I competed at, at, at Continental, I, I wasn't comparative anymore. I was, like I said earlier, I was trying to be a, ve- a better version of who I was the day before, and I did what I wanted to do, and in the end, it, it's what worked. And I feel that people have this, this misconception that you have to be a certain way, and, and I feel like that's what's missing in, in, in pageants, is that go, be yourself, and if you win, you know, you win being yourself, um, or I'm sorry, if, if you don't win, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that it was a loss, because in everything, there are gains. There are gains in everything. You will learn and, and grow from it. Um, it just, you know, for lack of words, it just wasn't your year. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but, and that's in the competitive aspect of it all. But then in, 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 from an audience perspective, 
I may feel like there is a little bit of respect um, lacking. Um, you know, there's this little show out there that really irks me um, <laughs> that gets so much respect and so much um, it, it's just put on this pedestal. And it's all because that little box that we love to look at, that, that television. Right. Um, and they, and not, not to say I've had lots of sisters, you know, be on, on, on that little box and then I've watched them and, and supported them. But we cannot forget these entertainers, individuals that travel around the States and put their heart and soul into what they do. And there's that little bit of respect lacking because I'm not on a television screen or Khalil's not on a television screen. And, and I find that to be something lacking um, in, yeah, in our community. Yeah, we, we had a long uh, conversation about that because th- this is the thing, too. It's like uh, there are a lot of people that have paved the way for even both me and Asia. You know, we mm-hmm. would if that wasn't for those people who have paved the way, and so many of them are former Mr. and Miss Continental. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, you know, we were talking about it because there are a lot of shows and, and stuff, like even within, and within some of the systems that they'll book someone from a TV show or something and pay them an astronomical amount. Mm-hmm. But some of their own formers, they won't pay, you know, they won't pay them as much. So I totally agree with her when, when, when we're talking about the respect in and, you know, and the people who have paved the way before us, you know? I, I totally um, appreciate Nisha for bringing that up um, because now it's becoming um, you're not the first person, and I'm sure that you're not going to be the last, um, but I right. think you're not the first person because uh, Giselle Barbie Royale, Miss Black Universe, um, in our interview last month, she said that. She said, I have graced the stage with, she says, with probably every girl, or well, you know, with maybe two or three girls from each season up until, you know, the most recent season or whatever. And she said what gets on, you know, what really grinds her gears or what really upsets her is that you have these girls who, you know, are in that little box, as nature nature put it, you know, that are on that box, and they may not be as talented, you know, as the girls who have been doing this for 20 years, 15 years, 30 years, whatever. But they're getting paid top dollar, $1,000, $1,200 bookings, and then you can't even get – you can't even get, you know, former Continentals or um, other girls that have been, you know, just doing this and they do this for a living and have been doing it for 20, 30, 40 years. You can't even – they can't even get a good $200, you know. And right. That, that's you that's an issue. How much has changed – you think about how much has changed uh, drag because drag used to be about – you know, it used to be something different in my opinion. It used to be something so incredible and you went to see a person entertain and now it's mm-hmm. – about one one thing, you know, and you know, and it makes the people that have been, and I know Nasia sees this too. It makes the ones who have been out here for decades. It makes them frustrated because you know they they've had this down to a science, you know. Right. And at the end of the day, we, I mean, I don't know about anybody else that goes to Continental and USA and EOY and All American Goddess and all these other pageants, but I want to be entertained. I want to be entertained right. when I come to a pageant, and I'm not going to spend my hard-earned money and dollars not to be entertained, you know, and I'm going to pay homage and tribute and and give whatever money I have, you know, tucked away for those entertainers that are truly entertaining, not because you were on some TV show, because everybody that's been on TV show is not entertaining, you know. So definitely um, I I thank you for that. So I I do have a piggyback question for Nasha, though, uh, because you were talking Mm -hmm. about, 
um, you know, what was missing on the on the competitive um, side of it in regards to, you know, comparative, you know, competing comparatively and then, you know, just kind of being your own free spirit of what you feel. So how do you feel it's miscontinental? Um, how would you uh, contribute to making that missing component when it comes down to pageantry active again amongst the contestants? Let's, let's even uh, speak specifically for the contestants that are going to be competing this year at Continental. How do you, you know... Well, you know, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, well, one of the first things that um, I'd, I'd love to mention um, is how many times I got told I would never be miscontinental because I was not transgender. And if mm. I was not transgender, I was never going to be miscontinental because that's what miscontinental was about. And with that said uh, alone, who in their right mind, would say, well, I, I'm going to change my entire lifestyle just so that I can win this pageant. You know what I mean? It was just like this, this pageant, in my opinion, was, you know, uh, uh, it's a talent competition. And my talent is creating this illusion. Um, and by these in, individuals that do have a, a setback or, or think, you know, what – that they don't have a chance or whatnot. I say to them, it's you know, I I had those obstacles. I had this specific obstacle that I'm, I'm talking about, and mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna let it stop me. Um, right. And just know that by me winning this pageant, ball game is for everyone. You know what I mean? Anyone exactly. can win this pageant. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's something that I've seen as a as a trend in in my at my prelims. Um, we have seven new prelims, and the first four prelims um, were, I want to say maybe 60% or 70% of the contestants um, mm-hmm. are 100% boys. Mm-hmm. They can see this possible, and you can't win this pageant. And I feel that, you know, just educating them and letting them know that, hey, it, it is possible. I think I'm doing, you know, my part in contributing and letting them know that, you know, you can do this. And we thank you for that. Um, and I will, and, and I, I'm sorry, uh, Khalil, did you have something to say? Yeah, I'd just like to say something real quick. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I just don't want to miss the opportunity to say this. Um, I think I, I definitely agree with everything my queen has said. And she, you know, we, me and her have had conversations, you know, about this. But I think that that's one of the biggest misconceptions about, because uh, people ask me all the time, well, that's not what Continental is looking for. What is Continental looking for? Mm-hmm. And, you know, to be right. honest. You know, there's no one set thing. Continental's looking for you. You know, mm-hmm. they you know, a lot of times when you show, you know, there there have been things that people have told me, oh, Khalil, you'll never be Mr. Continental, mm-hmm. you know, because you do hip hop, you know. Mm-hmm. And for a minute, I started believing that, but I didn't give mm-hmm. up. I kept going and I kept going. So I had to make, I had to be the best, you know, person that I could be. And so Continental is looking for you. And if you are preparing to be the best you you can be, I don't care if that's a ventriloquist talent. I don't care if you're walking on stilts. You present the best person you are, and then, you know, to, to Naja's point of what she's saying as, as, as being a boy queen, you know, mm-hmm. had she listened to them, she would not be Miss Continental because she would have she given up, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So what is, um, how do I word this? Because <laughs> I don't, how do I word this? Okay, um, I truly believe, I don't compete. I've competed. And other things, I've never competed in pageantry. But, again, you guys know I have a passion and love for it. And I've been around it, direct pageant director, all that good stuff. 
Um, but when people tell me, ooh, I think I want to go compete at Continental. Now, you know, I act like I'm a former. I'm just playing. I mean, I'm just being serious. I, I, I act like I'm a former. You know, okay, baby, you really want to compete? Okay, great. I, I, I will try to, you know, again, recruit you to compete for Continental. But here's my thing. I definitely believe that, and you guys tell me, you know, what your feelings are, but I definitely believe that if you want to be continental, you can definitely be, be continental. It's proof in the pudding, as we see with the former. But I believe that if you've never really attended a continental event, never really studied, not necessarily study to a T, because I don't think you have to study to a T, because people who study still don't necessarily win. But um, I think that you should be able to go and just enjoy the experience. That is continental. Go to the, the prelims, the Mr. Prelim, and then the, the actual competition. Same for the, the Miss. Go to the preliminaries on that uh, Sunday and then go to the – I think you should kind of, you know, sit down and watch the pageant maybe the year before you actually decide to compete because I think a lot of times you miss out. Like if you just sit there and watch DVDs and VHS, you really miss out because my first continental was 1985. That was the first pageant tape I ever saw. And that was with Maya Douglas. And that, what I saw there was nothing in comparison to what I felt when I was there, actually in the building. So what do you guys think about people that are aspiring to be Mr. Continental, Miss Continental, or whatever pageant, but have never really been there and to enjoy the experience and they want to compete? What do you got, what's, your, what's your feeling on that? I, I definitely agree with you. I think it's something that you definitely have to experience. Yeah. Um, you know, not, not, not only just – for the pure entertainment factor of it, because it is entertaining, but um, in, in a sense to, to do your research. Um, a perfect example, <clears throat> excuse me, is um, a, a, an entertainer based out of here in Chicago, Terry Damore. Mm-hmm. Terry Damore went to Continental Plus and wins talent and does an amazing talent, has me crying in tears as, how, as to how hilarious she was because she actually did a stand-up routine Okay, and and then doesn't make and then she doesn't make the twelve. Mm-hmm. One of the best talents of the night and doesn't make the twelve, and that's something that because you were not at preliminary night or weren't at the pageant, you didn't get to see, you didn't get to experience, and then mm-hmm. you don't. You, you, then when you see an outcome, you don't know why. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, so just to be able to experience everything and and see um, consistencies that it takes to be continental because I feel like that's what it is that it takes to win this pageant is to be consistent. Um, It's something you definitely have to experience. I I agree with you 100%. Okay, Khalil, your your feelings? um, I think that um, I I agree with you. I think that you should do your research and should experience it. But Mm -hmm. I also think that if you are going to go on your first try and without actually participating in Continental, you need to do extensive research and you need to know what being Continental is about. Time time and time again, it it works against you when you have this whole idea of what it means to reign, you know, Mm because a lot of people don't realize that the hard part is reigning. You know, they think that it's, it's harder to win the contest. And right. it's harder to get through the year because you are you're like in this globe and people are looking at you and you're trying not to ma- you know make the wrong step you know because you are a celebrity you know in the T community and so and more more importantly you're a role model and if you don't know what Continental is about or any pageant for that matter 
you don't keep all of that into account. You know, you're not you're not keeping the fact that you're a role model or that you worked hard for this, so you got to make every day count or every moment count. You, your whole idea of what it means to reign is something totally different. You know, and so I do think that. Um, you know, you should get, you know, some experience under your belt and that you should do your research. But if you're going to go your first year, you need to really, really, uh, you know, do some extensive research on the back end and talk to people and get to know some of the formers. Uh, right. Your first year. Well, thank you so very much. We'll move right along. But thank you guys for agreeing. I just wanted to make sure that I was not the only one that felt that way, but that's what I told someone uh, who expressed interest in competing for Continental. I told him, I'll support you, baby, but I need you to go in um, and, and watch the pageant. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, ev- everyone has a misconception about them, about themselves, and that's misconceptions that people have put on you. You know, um, Some choose to accept it and others don't. But I want you to tell us, what's the biggest misconception about you? out there in the in the industry, in the LGBT community. What is the biggest misconception about you? And Nisha, you can go first and then Khalil. The biggest misconception about me. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I, you know, I really, I, I, I really don't know. Um, you know, I, I guess I'm going to go with that. I'm, I'm really blessed in the fact that um, people have not, that I know of, um, mm-hmm. I've been really blessed with people wanting to to get to know me and um, and and taking the time to get to know me, whether it, it's through you know something like uh, Facebook or, or or at these prelims and and whatnot. Um, it, they've really taken the time out to to get to know me and be kind to me. Um, I guess one of the biggest misconceptions is is my lifestyle um, and people thinking that um, I'm full-time right. um, or that I'm eventually going to be full-time and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that because um, I'm not to toot my own horn, but, you know, I can be a little fishy. <laughs> right. <laughs> a little fishy, very fishy. I'm, I'm kidding, but you know what I mean. You know what uh, I mean. They yeah. don't have a lot of people think that. Um, and for those of you that, you know, don't know um, or haven't heard, you know, I'm, I'm a boy and I live my life like that. You know, I get up in the morning and go to the hair salon and turn some hair out and, and, and that's, that's all I do. Um, I'm, I'm 100% boy and that would probably be um, the biggest misconception that, um, that they have about me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think that is the biggest misconception. What did you say, Khalil? We were in the car in uh, Miami, just at our recent prelim, and mm-hmm. oh, this Nasia was so funny! Yeah, <laughs> Nasia and my dancers were there, and she was with us as a boy, and they were, you know, they were all looking, and then she went up to get ready and came out, and they were they had to do a double take, and they would they just refused to believe it was the same person. I mean, one of his dancers blatantly looks at me like, oh, no, that's not him. That's, that's not the one that was just up earlier. And I'm like, really? Great <laughs> transformation. Great transformation. For me, the biggest, the biggest misconception has been mm-hmm. that I'm unapproachable. Uh, mm-hmm. I think people see my pictures mm-hmm. and they see everything that I'm doing, and they see that a lot of people have been following me even before Continental and then on this Continental journey, and they have this whole thing in their mind, this whole picture of who I really am. Right. And I think that they're pleasantly surprised, like, when they meet me and they have a conversation, and they're like, oh, Khalil's not like this at all, you know? And so I think that's the biggest misconception. Okay. Well, thank you so very much. Um, Pet peeves. 
give me one pet peeve that you have, Nisha, and then, Kalia, I want you to give me one pet peeve that you have. A pet peeve? Oh, Kalia, you go first. I have no idea what was my pet peeve. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to neck, narrow it down to one. I'm like, if, oh my goodness, if, if you have if you have two, you can give me two, Khalil, but um, one okay. to two. Okay, one. You trying to you trying to say something, huh? No. Uh, <laughs> for me, for me, one of my big. I'll give you two. My, one of my biggest pet peeves is somebody to say something and mean something else. You know, like an example is um, I I told you I'm I'm big on trying to make sure the male leads get our respect. You know. And if you book me and you're genuinely, honestly, um, honest and booking me and you just want that, then, you know, then say that. But if you're trying to uh, forget about the respect thing and you're trying to go the other way, then we have a problem. So for me, one of the things is say what you mean, mean what you say kind of thing. You know, no backdoor secrets or anything like that. And then the the last thing is – people who try to get over on, um, you know, on, on just on people in general, like my friends or my close family, if I know something about somebody and they're treating somebody wrong, to me that really burns me up because I feel like we should treat people like we want to be treated. So those two things. Okay. Nasha, have you thought um, of anything? I have not. Is that horrible? <laughs> I mean, if, if you don't have one, I mean, like what just grinds your gears? What takes you off, like, I know there's got to be one, maybe a noisy salon owner, someone that just—I mean, a, 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 uh, someone that's coming to get their hair done, or you know—and they—they're always gossiping. I mean, what? I know there has to be one. You know what, Micah? And it, it's like. And, and to be honest with you, anyone that's worked with me, and you know, Khalil should know this. I'm. Mm-hmm such an easy person to get along with. I'm probably one of the most understanding people you would ever meet. I, um, and one of the biggest things that, you know, like, you've been going to Continental now for 10 years, so you've seen me compete, you've seen me do question and answer, and when I said that I was a very positive person, I mean that with all of my heart. Um, I just, uh, I try to look at the positive side of everything. I'm, I'm a really positive person, and, and I'm patient. I'm really, really patient. Um, okay. I, 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 I'm really trying to think of, like, what's my biggest pet peeve, and I really cannot come up with something. <laughs> well, maybe you'll think of it later, but it's okay. What did you say, Kalia? No, I was just saying that that's why me and, and Asia gets along so well. We have a mm-hmm. ball when we're around each other because we both are enjoying the moment. We're not worrying about the negative, you know, negativity of, of right. anything. We're just, like, right. enjoying ourselves. Yeah, there's no time for all that. You, you, you're right about that. We only have one life to live, so we might as well do the best that we can do while we have it. Okay, so uh, dating, establishing as well as maintaining relationships are very hard, <laughs> are hard, as, are hard as it is. And with being a celeb in the LGBT community, patentry industry, whatever you want to call it, I'm sure that it can sometimes be somewhat of a daily challenge. Um, first off, um, I may know the answers to this, but they may not. So first off, are you single, dating, engaged, <laughs> or married? And what challenges are you faced with as a national title holder who's always in a different city every week when it pertains to either dating, um, being in an, an actual relationship, being married? So, you know, what challenges do you guys do you run into? And also let us know if you're dating, engaged, married, single. And we'll start with Nature since she didn't have a pet peeve. 
Fuck hair. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I am married, and his okay. name is Continental. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know, the thing is, with being Miss Continental, it is so hard to really have um, any kind of um, uh, a relationship, um, being that, you know, you're traveling so much and, and you're doing so much. Um, so to actually meet someone while you are – um, or try not meet someone, but to actually pursue something with someone um, of significance while you're mm-hmm. reigning, um, it, it's quite difficult because, you know, every other day you're going somewhere else. Um, so you don't really have that time um, nor the energy to, to go ahead and put, you know, forth the effort to being in, 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 a, in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, however, being <laughs> in city to city to city, um, you know, having a husband in every city doesn't, you know, it's not a bad thing either. <laughs> but, no, but um, yeah, I, I am single. And, um, what, and another challenge of mine, um, Micah, is the fact that um, some men forget that um, I am a boy and it all comes off. And then, you know, you have those guys that are, Jimmy's going to hate me if, I, if he hears me say this word, but I'm going to say like mad at me. But, you know, these panty snippers that are out there, and you're like, um, I'm a boy, and all this is going to come off. So it's right. You know what I mean? So that's, that's one of the challenges for me, which I think is um, I'm a little bit jealous of, you know, when it comes to Khalil, because he gets to be a gorgeous man, you know, all day, every day. Mm. Mm. Oh, it's a just, just saying that. Just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Kalia? No, many many people know I actually got legally married in 2008 when it was um, uh, when it was legal in California the first time. Right. And, uh, he's actually the reason why I even did Continental because well I'm not going to say the reason why I'm going to say he was the one that actually pressed me to join uh-huh. Mr. Continental because uh-huh. he was like you know I'm going to be here for you um, at the time I wasn't you know financially together and he's like I'm going to be there for you if this is your dream I want you to do it. And so I've never done Continental without him by my side. You know, you, you okay. probably watch the tapes and see his head in the background. And mm. a lot of people know who he, a lot of people know who he is, but some people don't because he's you know he doesn't even though he's been going, he's still kind of removed from the pageant, you know, pageant right. world. And so for me, um, it's it, it has been great because he has been there with me on, throughout the whole journey from start to finish. So um, so now it's not a problem or an issue because he knows how hard I've worked for this, and he's been there every step of the way. So for me, it hasn't been an issue. Okay, well, good. All right, hubby. Doing a good job. Good job. Okay. <laughs> Nasha, how have you changed as a person since the first time you stepped into the industry of pageantry up until this day? How have you changed? How have I changed? Um I would say that um, I I have much more of an appreciation for anyone who is in any kind of arts or performing arts or, or is artistic in, in any way. Um, you know, this is a true art form. Um, I love getting up on stage and, and performing, and the fact that I get, you know, to do that, um, I'm, I'm very blessed to do so. And I appreciate anyone that takes the courage and the time to express this, express themselves in, in an artistic way, whether, you know, it, it's through dance, female impersonation, um, male uh, entertainers. Um, I, I think that it's, 
it's um, it's not easy, and um, I, I truly have uh, a new appreciation uh, for it. Okay. All right, and Khalil, your question is not the same, darling. Uh, I have another one for you. Um, who has competed at Continental? Could be Mr., Miss, Plus, Elite, whatever, um, in years past that you would love to see come back and take another shot at the crown? Hmm. Who have competed for Mr. and Miss Continental? It, it doesn't matter what division, but who – who in years past has competed? They haven't competed in a couple of years, but you would love to see them come back and take a shot at the crown. Doesn't have to be 2014, but just period. Who would you like to see come back? I, I will. I would love to see my friend Gavin um, Sanchez come back. Oh yes, I really. I, that's my. That's my buddy. <laughs> I would love to see him come back because he's so talented. Me and him are mm-hmm. we're close. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping to see him when I go to New York for my prelim next month. But okay. uh, I would love to see him come back because I know his heart is with Continental, so I would love to see him. Most definitely. I'm, I'm one of his number one supporters, so I definitely want to see him come back as well. Nisha, I got another one for you. Um, I, remember okay. watching, I remember watching you and saying to myself, I'm just being, being honest now, uh, why, doesn't she, why doesn't she just pack up her things and try you at the day? Um, only because I felt that your talent numbers exemplified prior to you winning this year, exemplified mm-hmm. that of US of A. High energy, dramatic. They always had a beginning, middle, and an end. So what made you stay on course to become this continental? You probably kinda of already answered that, but I still want you to, you know, say it again. What made you stay on course to become this continental? And do you have your eyes set out on any other national pageants in years to come? Um Great question. Um, it's always, you know, like I said, it's always been a dream of mine since I saw Continental that I was, I was going to do Continental. Uh, but I'm also about, um, you know, some people like to create long-term goals. I like to create short-term goals. I don't move on from one thing if I'm not done with the other. I wasn't mm-hmm. done with Continental. I was going to complete my short-term goal as to, you know, becoming Continental. And mm-hmm. once I did that, I moved on to my, my next goal. Um, I, I took a year off um, from competing at Continental. So because I did have another short-term goal, which was to finish school. I did finish school, got my license in cosmetology, then went right back to Continental. Thank God I won. And now <laughs> I will have my, ne- my next um, short-term goal, um, which is to take on another uh, national uh, um, title. I love the Gay US of A system. I love EOI. Mm-hmm. And um, those are two systems that I, I would love you know, to be a part of as well. Um, and in the future, I can definitely see myself competing for, for Gay US of A and um, Entertainer of the Year. Okay, and when you compete, Nasha, let me know. I'm sure, you know, I always stay tuned to, to who's winning what prelims and stuff, but let me know, and then at that point I, I will return to US of A. But until then, I won't be back. Um, Khalil. <laughs> So right. no, I'm, not, I'm not down in the U.S. of A. Uh, system, not at all. I, I went there for like five, six years straight, um, so I just needed a breather. Um, and you can't really, for me, I can't do U.S. of A. and Continental all in the same year. Um, but, Khalil, let's picture it, Continental 2011. A certain young man walked into the pageant and took us all by storm. We just knew he had the pageant in his hands. <laughs> he got to the mic and basically told us, I'm not ready just yet. So, Khalil... I want to know what personally was going through your mind on that night when you were so close to your dream 
but at the end of the night, you were so far away. You know what, to be honest with you, and Jeremy made a, it's so funny because when I was at there for, uh, last, a couple of weeks ago, we were in Chicago for Royal Continental, and mm-hmm. Jeremy had made a comment, and it was a funny little joke, and he's like, oh, you could have won a couple of years ago, but it was a funny little joke, mm-hmm. and I, I told him at the end, I said, but it was true, you know, and mm-hmm. what what was going through my mind at that time was I got to get everything out. This is my only, maybe my only shot. I need to impress everybody. I need to get everything out. I need to tell everybody what I'm going to do. Right. And, I, and that's why I try. That's what actually what I was doing. I didn't care what the question was, and that was the downfall of actually preparing and pre, you know preparing an answer or pre, you know mm-hmm. uh, you know rehearsing an answer because no matter what they said, I was going to say that you know. Mm-hmm. And I had to I had to realize that. At that point in time, it wasn't about that. Somebody said to me before Q&A, I'll never forget it. It was my friend Rodney from Atlanta. And mm-hmm. he said to me, he says, Khalil, when you, Khalil can get you to the top five, but it's going to take Calvin to make you be Mr. Continental. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, understand, I didn't understand what he meant by that. And what he meant was they want to see me be humble and me speak honestly from mm-hmm. my heart and be who I want to be, you know. And Khalil is, you know, the op- Khalil is just cocky person on stage and all of that. But when it's time to speak and when it's time to represent how a Mr. Continental or a Miss Continental should be, you know, I needed to pres- I needed to display that. And I was mm-hmm. so busy trying to show everybody that I was intelligent. Well, I already already knew that, you know. And so I, afterwards, I was like, you know what? I be- I, of course, we go through those stages where we're like we're beating ourselves up. But I didn't let that stop me because I said I needed I needed one more shot to show people that who I am I, I can be vulnerable I can I can let you into my life and be honest and not have this prepared remarks you know um, totally get it totally totally get it I mean I was on the runway that year and I was like I turned to whoever was behind me and I said oh my God he just he just gave it to him you know I, but no at the, at the end of the day. At the at the end of the day, um, I am a true and firm believer in it's your time is going to come whenever your whenever the stars align, your time will come. You know, so things happen in pageantry, and this is for any of the listeners that are competitors. I mean, things happen. You get to the mic, you want to say this, that, just like you said, and I've seen many ladies do that uh, over the years at Continental. Um, and, and, you know, when they do come back and they do speak from their heart, and that's something that I, I spoke with a young lady uh or a couple of them um, over the years, and I always say I'm not a continental expert, expert, but I will say this about when it comes down to the question and answer um, portion: just be able to speak from the heart, be humble, show the show the judge, not only the judges, but show the audience and the spectators who you are. You know, be transparent. You know what I'm saying? Because that's when it's not about oh, let me stand up here for a minute and get it out and, and, and walk, leave the stage. If you need to talk, talk. You know, they're going to listen. They're respectful, unlike some other audiences that I've been a part of. You know, so once you... I I agree. Yeah, once you speak from the heart, once you're honest, and you just, you know, say whatever you need to say and whatever's on your mind and you're you're genuine genuine about it, you know, you win. And I think both of you guys did that this year. So, um, you know, that's that's, that's just my thing, and and I thank you for um for saying that because some people need to know that. Just be honest and go to the mic all these pageant cliches and all that kind of stuff. We don't even want to hear all that. You know, just speak from the heart. But well, thank you so much. Thing, it's, so, it's, 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 go it's, ahead. Go, 
interview. It's the same thing for interview, though, because mm-hmm. people, you know how many times I heard people say, uh, oh, you know, it's continental. you got to be this way in interview. No, they're actually, they want somebody who's going to be real and somebody who's going to say what and mean what they're going to do. Because mm-hmm. so many times people go in and try to say these words that they've studied from the encyclopedia, and it sounds like they're reading the encyclopedia when they're in interview, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. They just want you to be your, be yourself, you know, and speak, speak how you speak intelligently but from your heart. And, and yeah, I, I can, go ahead, Nathan. Go ahead. But I agree more with question and answer. Um, I think, especially at Continental, as much as I love the audience, they're not judging them in question and answer. So stop mm-hmm. trying to make the audience fall out and make right. them go crazy and make them fall in. Because to be honest with you, it's not that audience that's going to judge that question and answer. Um, And sometimes I think people answer that question trying to get that uproar from the audience, and it made absolutely no sense to them judges. Um, Because one, you didn't answer the question. Um, You got so involved that you you completely forgot that it was a two-part question. Um, You know, the list goes on. But I think just being honest, answering from the heart, and and stop trying to, to, you know, make it more than what it is, and is the way to go. Most definitely. I hope that those that have won their preliminary are listening, and those who are on their way to a preliminary, I hope that you are listening as well. I recently had an episode in January um, concerning pageantry and um, newcomers. Um, that, was that, one, that was one of the topics. And Khalil, we were on the phone with uh, Vicky Valentino, was one of the uh, people that we had on the panel. But um, this question is for both of you. Um, I recently, of course, had an interview back in January regarding uh, concerning pageantry, and newcomers were one of the topics. And it geared toward newcomers not taking the necessary steps to advance within this particular industry and becoming stuck, thus always remaining a newcomer in pageantry. Have you ever competed in newcomer pageants? If so, how many years did it take you to, um, take you before crossing over? And what is your advice to any newcomer on the brink of finally crossing over to the big leagues? Khalil, we'll go with you and then Nation. For me, uh, there are so many newcomer pageants out there. I actually heard that little segment from last, and I agree with mm-hmm. what what they had to say. And for me, there are so many newcomer systems. It's become too much of a business, you know, because mm-hmm. newcomer is about is it, one is supposed to be about having a stepping stone. But mm-hmm. you know, you think about back in the day, like you you wanted to come, even if you were new, you got in that ring with the best because exactly. that's what it made you that. It made you that much better, you know. It made you that much better the next time you came around, and so now it kind of sets the tone with all these newcomer pageants that, even though I'm not competing with the best, that what I'm doing is okay for a couple of years. You know, what I'm doing is okay for me. I've only competed for one pageant that was a, a newcomer pageant, like I said before, and that was Vicky's pageant, which is now a state pageant. But that was the only pageant. I wanted the best for myself. I wanted to go higher, and I didn't want to spend time and waste my money and wasting time on doing nothing, anything less than what was the best. And so for me, I set my goals and my sights on something higher. As scary as it was, I just wanted to make sure my time went to something that I could look back years from now and say, I'm glad I did it. And now look at me, I'm Mr. Continental. So had I not decided to take the leap of faith and, and say, you know what, I want this pageant, I can do anything I put my mind to, I would not be Mr. Connor right now. So I think that when it comes to uh, the, the newcomer pageants, we need to take a step back and think that it's not just a business. It's about grooming these entertainers because they're going to be the face of what's to come, you know. And it, can't, it has to be more about entertaining versus just how you look, you know. And 
I just wish that they would focus more on that when it comes to newcomers. Okay. Thank you so much, Anisha. Okay, so I'm I'm sorry. You're asking if um, if I have done a newcomer pageant. What, 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 have you ever competed in newcomer pageants? If so, how many years did it take you before crossing over? As well as, what is your advice to any newcomer on the brink of finally crossing over to the big league? Okay. Um, well, um, I like Khalil. Um, I I actually didn't do any um, newcomer pageants mm-hmm. um, here in, in here in Chicago. I'm. That I know of, we we don't have any uh, newcomer pageants or anything of of that sort. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I also think that it's a, a personal choice, and um, it's all about how you feel and and how you you know portray yourself to be, um, or, or where you're at in, in your career. Um, if you feel that you know you're you're ready to compete, you know in for lack of words, you know the big leagues or or whatnot, then then go for it. Um, you know. There's all kinds of fears that we need to, you know, overcome. Um, mm-hmm. So even if you don't think you're ready for it, hey, you know what? Go for it. You know, you, in the end, you're only going to grow from it, learn from it. Um, so I, I say newcomer pageant or not, um, just just compete. You know what I mean? Thank you so much. Um, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, I have two more questions, and then we'll take, uh, we'll take a little minute break. We'll have some lovely music playing, and then um, once we get back from the break, then we'll go ahead and um, take questions from our listeners. Um, so uh, one of the questions, what's the, biggest, what's the biggest or the best piece of advice, excuse me, a former has given you so far within your reign? What's the best piece of advice a former has given you so far within your reign? Make sure you can go and then Khalil. Okay, um, the best advice. Um, actually, I, I think I've gotten the same advice from every single former, um, and they tell me to enjoy it, that it flies by so quick. Um, all pretty much uh, told me em- embrace it um, for what it is and enjoy it to the max um, because Soon enough, I'm, I'm going to be handing the torch down. So um, okay. soak it all in and take it all up as, as much as I can. Okay. Uh, for me, the best, I, I, I would say the same thing. Uh, Tony and, and Antonio and all of them have been so welcoming to me. Uh, mm-hmm. They've been waiting for me just to walk through the door anyway. <laughs> so right, they, right. They have all been like my supporters along the way. And mm-hmm. they've been, even before I was Mr. Continental, they were giving me advice you know, as if I was already a part of the family. And so they just been con- continuing with that. They, they, you know, just promote me and they tell me, hey, you know, just make sure you lead. Make sure you lead by example and just have a good time because, you know, Nasia's right. It's It's been six months already since both of us have already have been missing. Mm-hmm. going so fast. Yes, it has. Oh, um, and I've already booked my hotel and everything. So, yeah, I mean, it comes by so, it comes by, I mean, so quick. You know, one minute it's like I was just there. And now we have to, you know, get ready to crown someone else. So um, as a national title holder, and this is our last one before we take uh, questions from our listeners, if they have any, um, as a national title holder, with roughly six and a half, maybe seven months left in your reign, uh, what are you expecting individually to get out of being Mr. and Miss Continental? And what should we, the audience and supporters, expect from you in the coming months? And make sure you can go and then, um, Khalil. Okay, so the first part, one more time. 
Um, what are you expecting? What are you expecting individually to get out of being Miss Continental? And what should we expect from you in the coming months? Um, I, I think it's actually um, same answer for both. Um, I've I've expected to to work really um, hard um, and and to work you know countless uh, hours and um, and I have you know there was one in New York. I think I was in New York for literally like 22 hours. I I got there. I got ready. Went did a show, and I was back on a plane. And then I was here working again. And it was. I mean, I was up for like three days at a time. And it's just like it's 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 a lot of of work. And um, I in no way am I complaining because I absolutely love and adore it and mm-hmm. and what I'm doing. Um, and for the next six months, especially now that my pageant season is about to pick up. I expect nothing else. I really expect to work hard um, to really get, you know, my creative juices flowing so that I can really um, get up there and entertain, you know, to the best of my ability. Um, And that's pretty much what I'm expecting for the next six months. Okay, great. And Khalil? Uh, For me, I should say what I expected because I'm – I'm receiving exactly what I expected from the system. I, I really, you know, I expected to be, tr- I, I hear so many horror stories about uh, how they don't respect, how so many pageants don't respect their male leads as well as their, their misdivisions, you know. And I have to be honest and say that I have been treated with so much love, so much respect. Me and Nasia have got a chance to do some amazing things together. We're still, we were still going to do it. Uh, our rank, we still have six months left, but I have expected uh, nothing but respect and love and support all over the country, and I have been, my expectation has been exceeded, and I am just so happy, and that's why when I go around this country or when I talk to contestants on the phone, you know, um, I tell them about my experience, truthfully, not just because I'm Mr. Continental, but I give them my honest and true assessment of how I'm being treated. Because nothing inspires somebody else by the experience that you get yourself, you know. Right. Uh-huh. So me, just 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 having my expectations being exceeded by the overwhelming love and support from people, that has been everything for me, you know. And what people can expect from me is for me to give everything I have on stage, you know. I I've been trying my hardest to make sure that I convey a message of positivity to people and make sure I show them that this is how you're supposed to represent as a male lead and, and think creative and fresh out of the box because with the age of the Internet and social media, you have to keep up because everybody's trying to stay relevant. Oh, that's right. And, and thank God Continental is the one of the most elite pageants. And so when you're selling it, you know, you know it's a brand in itself, but with social media, you have to keep up with that. And that's a detriment to both me and Major because everything we do is on social media. <laughs> now, everything everything we do, we were saying we can't walk without being on social media. Right. Yeah, I mean, it makes, it makes everything we were talking about, but it really does make our job. I mean, and not to say that, you know, you're, you know, uh, the farmers didn't, you know, work hard. But, uh, you know, we, whatever we wear today, honey, we cannot wear that tomorrow because tomorrow <laughs> is yep. all over social media is what we had on yesterday, what song oh, we right. did yesterday, what hair I had on. And then it's like, you know, before they can travel with three, four gowns their whole reign and no one knows anything because it's not on Facebook. It's mm-hmm. not on Instagram. And it, but now... 
it's like if I go ahead and I wear the same thing that I wore my last prelim at this prelim, then I get the read of my life oh, because yes, I only are. have down. You get yes, what I'm saying? So it's like, oh. <laughs> let me tell you, it is not easy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Somebody actually contact me and say, Khalil, you're always wearing black. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> you know? And, I mean, it's just crazy. We had, we had a good laugh about that. I mean that's yeah. I mean that, that's that's true. I mean I remember uh, you let the baby. Um, I'm not going to divulge her name, but she was the queen. She was the queen, and uh, I went to a couple prelims that year, and I remember seeing her have the same thing. And social media wasn't that big then. It was like I might even tell you the year because then people go back and look and see who it was. But uh, <laughs> I mean I went to one prelim, and then I went to another, and they they weren't too far. They were maybe three or four days apart from each other. She did the same costume. She did the same song. She did, and I was like, "Now, baby, had had they had what we have now, she would have really gotten a read of her life." But I mean, what, oh, what, yeah. you say is true. what you say is true. I mean, you have to keep, you know, like uh, I was about to say, Calvin Brown, <laughs> like Lil was saying. We just we just had this conversation. I know, I know, but 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 like <laughs> but like you said, you know, you have to remain relevant, and you gotta, you know. Oh, you got to be fresh. You know, you got you got to be fresh. So, yeah, it, it's true, and I thank you guys so very much for even saying that. Um, but that that comes a part of being national title holders. And I just want to also say before we take calls from the listeners that um, I just want to congratulate you guys on the prelims because um, over the years, um, Continental hasn't had as many prelims as they used to, especially when I kind of start, you know, getting itched to uh, going to Continental. Um, but now it's just like I was on the website. You're not going to the website maybe once a month. And I'm just like, oh, my God. They got a, oh, my God. Oh my. So it's just so many prelims coming up. You guys, and that Mr. Miss Plus Elite, um, you have a lot going on. But I'm so thankful for the ones that are out there that want to uh, contribute to the continental passenger system and keep it going and, and create these preliminaries. And I just hope that these preliminaries stay in existence. Um, and not just, you know, one-off, we have it this year, then 10 years later we have it again, but you guys keep going on, and I, I think that, um, I think you guys are doing a wonderful job. And also I'll be seeing you guys, uh, and before we take calls from the listeners, and listeners, if you have questions, go ahead and press the one now so we can go ahead and get your question in, okay? Um, but uh, I will see you guys at Continental Plus. That's April 20th. It's going to be Continental yep. Plus and Elite Preliminary Night. Uh, April 21st mm-hmm. is going to be the final comp- the final night's competition for Continental Plus. And then April 22nd is the Elite Final Night. So I can't wait to see you guys there. And um, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and then we're going to go ahead and take some calls from our listeners. I see them lighting up. So, uh, Mr. and Ms. Continental, if you can just hold the line for me, I greatly appreciate it. Okay, great. Sandy, what's the deal? All right, we are back, and I'm ready to take calls. So, again, callers, if you have uh, questions, you can go ahead and press 1 on your phones now, 
and we'll go ahead and get your questions in. So I'm going to go ahead and start with uh, the first caller. I see a call from area code uh, 571. Last four digits of the phone number are 3155. Again, area code 571. Last four digits of the phone number are 3155. You are now on the line with the talk with Mike and friends. Please state your name, where you're calling from, and your question, please. This is Kyle Ian Haggerty from Dumfries, Virginia. You're reigning Mr. Carolina Continental. What's up, people? Hi, Kyle. Hi. <laughs> hey, you. Hey, hey, hey. Um, okay, I got a couple of quick comments and a quick question, and I'll be brief. First of all, Micah, I guess you're writing the questions for top five this year at Continental. So I, I'm making that I assumption so. listening to your question. Jim yes, Flint. you are. Jim <laughs> Naisha when, uh, Naisha, when I first saw you, I was like, oh, my God, he can get it. And then I found out you was Miss Continental. I was so embarrassed. So, anyway, you are a gorgeous boy. I took one look at you, and I go, oh, my God, he can get it. I was like, he can get it. And a friend of mine bumped me go, that's Miss Continental. I said, Lord Jesus, Jim is going to kill me. Um, Calvin, I saw you, Calvin. I want to talk about that for a second. I'm a firm believer that if you're my friend, I call you by your name. I admire Khalil. Calvin is my friend. And that's kind of how I look Aww. at it. So that's why I guess some people call you by your real name. Um, and by the way, yeah. tell Gallup, Gavin, that we'll see him in 2015. If you get him there in 2014, you are no longer my friend. So, because Calvin is, <laughs> I mean, um, Gavin is, Gavin is fantastic. Crazy. Okay, Gavin is fantastic. So he needs to be there in 2015. If he shows up there in September, Khalil, you and I are going to have a problem. Okay, I do have a question, and then I'll be off of here. You all talked earlier about, you know, being true to yourself and all this. Well, obviously, since I won my prelim, my phone has not stopped ringing with everyone telling me about what talent they think I should do. And so um, I went back and I looked at some of my old Continental score sheets, and I looked at when I did a solo talent, I looked at my score, and then when I looked what I did a talent that was a so-called, quote-unquote, Continental talent, which you all talked about, and the score was pretty much identical. And I'm being told to go out of the box. So how does one be true to themselves and go out of the box? That's my question. Uh, well, for me, personally, I, you know, me and you have had conversations about this time and time again. And I go back to saying, uh, I'll, I'll revert to saying what I said before. I I always get the I tend to get the best results when I'm doing something I want to do. You know, when it, when I'm doing something my heart says do versus what somebody else is saying, I tend to I get the best results. And when somebody is influenced so much, you see that influence on the stage, and your your score reflects that. You know. No, it's not. You know, it's not that person because you see so much of, of all these influences in this one person, and we we don't want to get so caught up in all these influences that we don't see Kyle. And so I think you should just do, follow your heart. And if that's tapping, if that's singing, if that's juggling, you should just do that. I agree with um, Khalil. I think that um, Kyle, you have to think about what your um, what's your forte. And you need to run with it. Um, and how you can make that, um, you know, more, you know, even bigger, um, really focus on, on that and making it, you know, even bigger. Um, let's just, for example, I don't, uh, if you were to do tap, let's just say you decided to do tap and you were going to do it mm -hmm. by yourself. Okay, well, let me make it bigger and how can I make it bigger and really doing that because 
Um, like Khalil said, I think when you really focus on um, your strongest uh, point and what your forte is, is when you really shine and when the judges and audience enjoy you um, the most. Well, one one last one last quick question. What does people what do you when, what do you think people mean when they say think out of the box? What, what does that mean in your opinion? For for me, um, yeah. I'll use myself as an example. Um, all my talents were huge productions, huge productions. So that's what was expected from me, a huge production. So I thought out of the box, and I said, you know what? My strongest dance is Latin dance. I'm a trained Latin dancer. Why the hell have I not Latin dance? <laughs> and I chose to go out of the box and go with one dancer. I was thinking outside the box because I was not going to go with that huge production that was just kind of expected from me. You know what I mean? So at least for me, that's how it applies to me. So you have to think about what you've done in the past and how it applies to you specifically. Okay. When somebody's doing something right. outside the box, I take it as them saying be creative because – I have always done production. I've never been to Continental and not have done, not having done a production number, and that has sometimes worked to my, uh, to uh, worked against me, and for the most part, but it has helped me for the most part. Mm-hmm. I had to learn that if I'm going to do a production number, that it had to be tight, it had to be simple because less is best a lot of the time. Yeah. And so okay. I had to also remember who is giving me the advice too, you know, because if you don't consider the source of all, of all the advice then you're going to be going every which way. You're going to be going down one-way streets, back alleys. You're going to be going down everywhere. You know, you're going to be going, you right. don't know if you're going or coming. You know, so you should always consider the source of who's, who's giving you the advice. But above all mm-hmm. of that, above all the noise on that, you should just, you follow your heart, and if somebody tells you to think outside of the box, just look at it as them saying be creative. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, well all right, to the Kyle, both of you, you great job. <laughs> I did a great job, guys. I admire you both. Take care. Thank you so much, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. All right. Thank you, Kyle Ian Haggerty. That's my, that's my friend, my black American even brother. Me, even though he, he called me Calvin Brownlee. Even though he called you Calvin Brownlee. Uh, you put it out there. Uh, we're going to go to our next caller, uh, area code 469, the last four digits of your telephone number, 4121. Again, 469, last four of the telephone number, 4121. You are on the line with the talk with Micah and friends. Please state your name, where you're calling from, and your question, please. Hello, my name is Stephen Antonio, and I'm calling from Memphis, Tennessee. Hi, Stephen Antonio. Hi, How Steve. are you? Hi, Steve. I'm great. Hi, Micah. Hi, Khalil. Hi, Nayash. I can't pronounce Hi. it right. Don't don't judge me. Nasha. <laughs> it's me, Nasha. Yeah. Don't worry. Oh my God, we just found out what my biggest pet peeve is right now. Yeah. <laughs> No, I can't say that. It's actually nature. Yeah, it's probably my biggest pet peeve. Oh, my God. We just, we, I knew I had to get it before this phone call finished. Okay, mm-hmm. go, ahead. <laughs> go, go ahead, Stephen. Okay, even though most of y'all know me as Prodigy, I will say my, my forthcoming name, Stephen Antonio. Um, my question is, uh, what advice would you give to newcomers now to the change in pageantry? One more time, you said. <laughs> okay. Basically, my what, question what, is... What advice would I give to someone coming into pageantry? Yes. 
Um, I, I, I think um, basically a little bit of like what I, I touched on um, before. Um, I think um, being true to yourself and uh, just really know what you're getting into. Um, you know, one of uh, – a uh, misconception of competing is that, you know, let's say you, you don't win a contest um, and you say lost. I don't like to say that someone lost. Um, you know, they, they didn't win the pageant or they weren't crowned or my better choice of words because when you do a pageant and you don't necessarily get crowned, you don't lose because you always learn um, – from it, you can grow from it, um, and you can use the things that happen at that pageant, at that pageant or contest, to your advantage. Um, you know, to to become a better entertainer. Um, so that's my advice. Just know what you're getting into. You know, love it, enjoy it, and 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 never say that you lost because you don't. You can always grow from it. All right. I, I, that, uh, I will give two pieces of advice. I would say, uh, know who you are. You know, before think think about this odd this character or this person that you're creating. You know, for me, I I thought about what kind of entertainer I wanted to be. You know, if if I just wanted to sing at every show or if I just wanted to dance. For me, I, my background was dance, so I know that I wanted to mold Khalil to be an entertainer. You know, and then two, surround yourself with good people. Not everybody around you is going to have your back. Not everybody around you is giving you advice to see you succeed. But if you surround yourself with the right person and the right people, the right company, they're going to make sure, as Nadia said, that you don't give up. You know, they're going to instill in you the values that you need to keep pressing forward and keep going after your goals and your dreams. And, and to piggyback off what um, Khalil just said, if, if you don't know who you are going into a pageant or, or competition, that's absolutely okay because who's to say that while competing, you, you do find yourself and you find your niche and what you want to do and how you want to do it. And that's perfectly okay because that's all about the growth process. And as I, I know that, you know, I'm a former continental, so I think I can answer this. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, no, I, I do have to say this, probably because you, you brought up a good point, and I'm glad you, um, Nisha and Damn, I want to say Calvin so bad. <laughs> now, I don't know why I want to say Calvin so bad. You got the problem now. Oh, God. Okay, and Khalil. Uh, great point, but I, I, I would say to anyone um, new to the system, new to competing, have the passion, um, just like you have passion for anything else in life, have the passion to want to do this. Don't allow somebody to put you in drag or put you on stage just because you're cute or whatever the case may be and you really not want to be that or you're just doing it for the sake of, you know, saving face or, you know, for them, whoever's putting you in it. So have the passion for it because when you have the passion for it, people in the audience, promoters, owners, whatever, they can see that, you know. Um, create short and long-term, excuse me, create short as well as long-term goals. Some of that um, nature spoke up earlier. But I think that within pageantry, you need to create those short goals. What are, what are some short goals that I can go ahead and, you know, get accomplished now? What are my long-term goals, things that I can work toward, you know, um, and, and, and make them realistic, you know, make them, you know, create long-term and short-term realistic goals. Um, but that, that would just be my own thing. I know I didn't, want to, I didn't have to chime in, but I just wanted to say that because uh, I think people need to know that as well. But thank you so very well, much. Was, did, did they, go ahead. I was going to ask you that same question anyway, but glad you did answer okay. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay, great. But, no, thank you. Thank you so very much, Prodigy, one of um, my greatest supporters. I thank you so very much. Um, and we're going to go yeah, ahead fun. on to our next caller. We have, ooh, we got 
how many we got left? Three, about three people, uh, I think. Uh, area code 910, last four of the phone number, 4997, 910-4997. You are on the line with the talk with Micah and friends. Please state your name, where you're calling from, and your question, please. Hi, this is um, Christopher Haney, otherwise known as Xavion, from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Hey, Micah, how you doing, brother? Hi, brother. I'm good. <laughs> good, good. Miss Nasha, how are you, boo? I'm good, love. How are you? I'm great. And Mr. Cal- Khalil, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing, boo? I'm good, I'm good. By knowing both of y'all and talking to both of y'all for periods of time, Khalil, even though I've known you for a short period of time, Nasha, I've known you for many years, um, knowing the fact that both of y'all have fulfilled y'all dream and getting the dream of being Mr. and Miss Continental, how do you think your lives are going to change once you relinquish your title this year coming Labor Day weekend? Mm. Go ahead, Kalyan. <laughs> for, for me, um, the fact that I, I used to give myself a time, and this was something that really worked against myself. And what I mean by that is I used to tell myself, this was in my earlier days, you know, I've been running for Kanye since 2007. And it took me five times to win. And I used to tell myself I'm not going to run for Kanye more than three times because three times a charm, right? And I, boy, was I wrong. Well, I was winning my third year, and I, I got to the mic, and I tried to tell all, of, all but everything. But I, the point is, I was wrong. You know, I was, I was wrong there. I, I've learned that no matter how long it takes, you should go after your dreams. You know, for me, it was five times. So with that being said, like after knowing that I, I've accomplished my goal and my dream of being Mr. Continental, I've changed my mindset of how I view all my dreams. You know, I, I've, I'm not going to put any more limits on how long it's going to take me to achieve something. You know, I'm working on my music career right now, and I've been working on it for a long time. And I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to say in two years, if I don't make it, I'm going to stop. Because Mr. Continental and my, my challenge and my success with that has changed my mindset on how I view all my dreams. So I'm just going to keep pressing forward because I was able to do that with Mr. Connell. Okay, good. Um, for me, um, I think that um, after I give up uh, Ms. Continental, to be able to continue to um, to travel and, and go to you know different cities and meet different people, um, I think I, I love meeting you know. Uh, different people from different places and just uh, the way they, they embrace the system and the entertainers and, and whatnot. And I would love to uh, be able to continue to do that and, and just work all over the country and um, just keep putting forth, you know, with um, my talent and being able to, um, to work for as long as I can. I, I really, I really want to go ahead and do that and pursue that um, as much as I can after I give up my title. Well, thank you so very much. And thank you so very much. I look forward to seeing all three of y'all Continental Weekend because I will be there. My hotel is booked, so I will be seeing all three of y'all that weekend. Well, great. Let's have drinks and shots and all that good stuff. (laughs) Oh, definitely. (laughs) Thank you so much, brother. Okay. All right. Thank you so so very much, brother. I appreciate that. We have two more questions, and I'm going to let – the nymphs go, as, as I call them, the nymphs. Uh, 
Area code 321, last four digits, 3,700. 321, last four digits, 3,700. You are on the line with the talk with Micah and friends. Please state your name, where you're calling from, and your question, please. My name is Tasha Long, and I'm calling from Orlando, Florida. Hello, Tasha, brothers and I knew sisters. That were you. I knew that had to be you. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you know that, honey? Because 321, isn't that Florida? Yes, it is. And then you, you, you said on the post that you couldn't get in, but I knew you got in. Eventually I did. <laughs> my question is, <laughs> my question is the same to both of you guys. Um, I've noticed that the pageantry systems are lacking in contestants, and a lot of people say it's due to the economy. Now, it's very expensive to run in national pageants. Do you feel that it's profitable when you win? Hmm. Um, okay. Nasia, I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Um, I feel that um, it, it's it's profitable when you win in more in, in more than one sense um, because the 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 friendships that I'm able to build, the people that I'm able to meet, um, the relationships that I have been able to create um, due to this um, system and, and me winning this pageant. Um, are far more worth than, you know, just one paycheck. Um, however, um, uh, in a monetary sense, um, yes, it, it is, because, you know, Tasha Long, you know that being a former continental, you will be continental forever, and that name sticks with you. And um, it's something that I feel that we can all be really grateful for, um, because we are continental forever. We always will have that place. Um, to be able to get up on stage and, and really entertain, um, if, if that answers your question, if that makes any sense. Yes. <laughs> it does. I just know back in the day we didn't have airline baggage fees and with all the extra calls. <laughs> and it's so that, you know, we get the national and all that. <laughs> yes. Um, so I was just... Because it, you you right, uh, Auntie. It's, it really has. I call Tasha my Auntie because she's you know she's my Auntie. <laughs> for me, the the uh, pageantry has been. Anybody knowing me know that that just like a lot of us, we spend oh, we 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 bought ten pageants doing one pageant. You know, I I mean I could have I could have, you know, bought several pageants, but it was. Mr. Winning uh, Mr. Continental was a goal and a dream of mine, and so afterwards, um, I I'm making my reign profitable for me in like Nasia was saying in many ways and and then one because I'm making every moment count for me. Now financially, you know, you find yourself giving, you know, because you want to make make you want to make your reign much more than what you know what it could be, but you want you want to make sure that you every moment is spent good, you know. But exactly. as far as it being I don't think that, I mean, in this year alone, that I will get back what I put into it. But if I do my very best now, it's an investment that I'm making in myself for years to right. come. You know, it's an investment that I wanna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be glad that I made because, you know, the return on it years and years to come will be great. And every time that you know we, you know, we're working in a, in a different city, I, I'm kind of looking at it in, in, in the sense where it's like. 
I, I, I have to work my, my butt off, and we have to really entertain because, you know, this club is not open this one night of the year. You know, I would love to be invited back. I would love to, to, to come back. And I think it's, it's up to us to really work hard, entertain as much as, I, as, as we can, um, so that we, we could get, you know, more bookings and, and, and make, it more of a, make it even more profitable than, than what it is in, in the monetary sense. Cool. Well, well, thanks, do they answer your question? <laughs> yes, they do. Well, thank you so very much. We appreciate you for tuning in. Most definitely. I enjoyed your show, and I enjoyed my brothers and sisters, and congratulations on a successful reign, and I wish you all the best on the remaining of your reigns. Oh, thank you. And I think I'll see you next week, yes? Um, next week, Are you, maybe. Would you, is it, <laughs> yeah, this weekend. <laughs> You're either, are you at All-Star or at Florida Continental? What are the other? Well, I'm judging Florida, and um, I'll be performing at All-Star. Okay, perfect. So I'll see you at both. Okay, great. I look forward okay. to it. All right. All right. Thank you so very, thank you so very much, Ms. Tasha Long, Ms. Continental 1997. Uh, now we have uh, area code 502, uh, Last four digit number is zero eight four seven five zero two zero eight four seven. You are on the line with the talk with Micah and friends. Please state your name, where you're calling from, and your question, please. Hello, how are you doing? My name is Greeley Peterson, aka Eric Balenciaga. I am calling from Phoenix, Arizona. Hi, Greeley. How are you? I'm great. Uh, my question Hi. to um, Mr. and Mrs. Um, Connell, hello, Nisha, hello, Mr. Khalil. Uh, my question is Hi. on the current, on the current event as far as the Jordan Davis case. What is your view and take on the Sanya Brown law? And um, as far as what is your view and take on the verdict that may or may not happen? I, I apologize. I can't really hear him clear. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll well. There's a case right now, the state versus Michael Dunn, um, and, and Michael Dunn is uh, the guy who accused or who, who shot Jordan Davis, which was a 17-year-old guy in Jacksonville, Florida, playing the music too loud, had a confrontation and shot him. So he wants to know, what are your views, if, I'm, if I quote right, what are your views on the stand your ground laws and possibly the verdict that may or may not happen? Is that correct, really? Exactly. Okay. Well, the stand your ground laws, I, I, I remember going back to the whole Trayvon Martin case, and a lot of people think that, you know, that, that the, the Trayvon Martin case was just about race. Um, and, you know, I talk about it all the time. It, to me, I didn't see that. It was, I, I saw that it was about race, but it wasn't about that for me. It was about the stand your ground law and about the fact that you had a 17-year-old boy that was, was gone. And mm-hmm. to me, you should not be able to stand your ground against someone who had a can of a can of whatever and a Snickers bar or whatever he had. Mm-hmm. And so the stand your ground law, I think it's in Florida. And mm-hmm. um, I think this case is in Florida too. I, I'm not right. Sure. It is. But to me, the, when <clears throat> the stand your ground case should be thrown out, uh, that law period, because so many criminals and, and people can get away with just about doing anything. I mean, killing, killing kids. I mean, they, that's what these, you know, individual are, their kids being killed. And so, to me, the stand your ground law should just be totally 
uh, you know, done away with because, you know, these people are getting away with things that, you know, the average, you know, people are going to, going to jail for marijuana, <laughs> you know, not that I'm advocating that, but, I mean, people are getting away with murder but going to jail for, for an illegal substance, substance as marijuana. So it's time for us as a country, we need to really think about, you know, the, you know some, things, some things are just common sense, and to me that's just common sense. Okay, um, for me, I, I have to apologize because I, I don't know exactly um, the details as to uh, what stand your ground, the stand your ground law is besides what's obvious with, you know, in, it, in the name of it. But what exactly is that stand your ground law? Because we don't have that here in well, Chicago. A, a stand your ground, so I can clarify, a stand your ground law is a type of self-defense law that gives individuals the right to use deadly force to defend themselves without any requirement to evade or retreat from a dangerous situation. And they are allowed to use deadly force? Uh, for, the most, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, for the most part, I'm sorry? They don't even have to have proof that they're being harmed. If they believe... They're right, harmed. if they believe. <laughs> Yeah, they can just go off belief alone. You know, you don't have to. I, yeah. I can have okay. my hand in my 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 thing, and if you believe that's the gun, you can kill me. Exactly. Okay, so then I would have to disagree with that. Um, only because uh, you know, one, we have we all have different perceptions of you know what we're going to consider uh, dangerous and what we're not going to consider dangerous. Um, what I think, what, when I feel I might be at danger, um, uh, you, the gentleman asking the question might not. Um, and that's just not something that I think should be um, be allowed. I don't, I don't think that I, I, I disagree with the stand your ground law um, because, like I said, we all have different perceptions of, you know, what's going to be dangerous and what's not. Um, wow, yeah, I, I would say that I, I disagree with that. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. And I just got a text, too, that um, in Illinois uh, just, I think they do have stand your ground. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a lot of states that have it. Yeah, because I mean, you wouldn't. I mean, something like that, you wouldn't even think that they have it. But I, I do think that uh, you stand your ground. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, look at that. We do, and I have. I, I didn't. I didn't even know we did. And um, yeah, I would have to disagree with it. Um, we all, we will all find ourselves in different situations where, or the same situation, I should say. And you might find yourself at harm, and I might not. And. Um, that doesn't give you or I the right to use deadly force against anyone for that matter. Um, so I would have to say I disagree with that. Thank you so very much, Nasha and Khalil and Greeley. Thank you so very much for your um, your question. I loved it. No problem. Thank you so much, and thank you all for being continental. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Wasn't that voice deep? I didn't know he had a deep yeah, voice like that. Uh, Greeley, oh, yeah. How about that voice, my God? Okay, oh my God, Green, I didn't know you had all. Yes, I'm a hello. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have we have one more. Um, we have one more. I have I've enjoyed this, but we have one more question, and then I have my quote of the week, and we are done. Um, so the last person on the list, area code nine zero one, last four of the phone number is five two three one. Area code nine zero one, last for the phone number five two three one. You are on the line with the talk with Micah and friends. Please state your name, where you're calling from, and your question, please. Hello, Micah. This is Trayson Bonet Dickerson, and I am currently calling from Atlanta, Georgia. 
Hi, Hi nephew. Um, <laughs> Hi, how are you? Um, I'm good. I definitely want to say that I love what you all are doing with your reign thus far, and I want to, of course, wish you the best with the remainder. Um, being a male entertainer, my question, of course, is for um, Khalil. Now, being that I um, started competing in November of 2010, and I um, stepped up, when I competed for Mr. Black Universe November of, I mean, October of 2013. So saying that to say, the look that I had on the newcomer circuit was completely fine, but getting the opinion from people who matter and also opinions of people who don't matter as much, the thing has always been the same or the comment has been the same, and that is, well, Shasan, you look, young or you look youthful, you don't look as mature as the big dogs or you don't look as experienced um, visually as um, the people that you are going to be competing against. And my question always um, posed to these people is, what is it exactly that I can do to maximize my, um, my maturity as well as my look without, like, not being who I am and no one ever has, like, a a response to tell me what is it that I could do to look like I'm supposed to stand next to these people who've been doing this longer than I have? Well, I, I understand the question, and I, too, have been a victim of many people telling me that in, in a few year, even a few years back. And for me, I would have to tell you that you don't do anything other than be yourself. But I will also say that maturity is a mindset. You know, you have to mm-hmm. be, if you're mature in your mind, you're very intelligent. You just gave, you just poised a question to me that says to me that you have intellect, that you, first of all, you are aware that people are saying this because the first step is okay. to know, you know, to, to actually hear it and actually take it in. And then for you to, to have accumulated all of this, you know, all of this in your mind and, and you know that this is something that everybody's saying, that's a big step. So for me, maturity is a mindset. When you step up on that stage, you may look younger than everybody else, but in your mind, you can stand up there next to that person because you know that in your mind, you're just as mature as, mm-hmm. as the next competitor, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you keep that in mind, I think you're going to be fine. All right. Elisha? Elisha, do you have any um, Sure. Um, you know, we have to remember that um, in these pageants, um, there, there is a reason for the interview category. And um, I think, you know, you, they're completely aware of the fact that everyone competing is, is talented and, and can wear beautiful clothes, but half the battle is, um, is competing. The rest of it is being able to reign. And um, they want to see you, you know, they want to hear you express yourself and articulate yourself and, and be articulate, I should say. And um, I think... Like for lack of words, what I'm gonna say is, really don't don't listen to that. You you have to go ahead and just go forward and and express who you are during that interview, and they're gonna see that level of maturity um, that, that you have. Um, but I, I wouldn't listen to anyone telling me, um, well, you you look too young, or or you you don't have that maturity factor. Um, because at the end of the day, honey, they're not sitting in, at that judge's table, um, and. You're you. You're gonna to have to go up there and and express yourself and show it to them. You know yourself. So I would say I'm um, right. go for it. And um, and let me yeah. let me let me let me uh, say this one last thing to you. If you don't remember anything mm-hmm. else that I said, like 
hearing stuff like that all the time, it makes your enthusiasm about competing go down, you know? A lot of times right. at male entertainment, we don't give everything we have. I'm not even going to say male entertainers, but I'm just going to say entertainers, period. We don't give everything we have because we feel like whatever we do is never going to be good enough, you know? As long as right. you're happy have your core support, then that you should be you okay. And there's nothing wrong with being the new face or the new B. Sometimes that works tw- towards your advantage, you know. So don't let that discourage you from doing anything you want to do. Use that, internalize that, and make that be more fuel for your fire, you know. Yep. Right. I, I agree. You. I got you. Thank you so very much, Trayvon, and uh, we'll be talking offline. But thank you so very much for supporting uh, the talk with Mike and friends. so very much for always uh, staying tuned and in tune to the talk with Mike and friends. Thank you so very much to Mr. and Ms. Continental, Khalil Valentino and Nasha Lopez. I had a ball with the both of you. Thank you guys for everyone who listened and thank you for everyone who decided they wanted to ask a question. Um, thank you. Thank you so very much for always being involved. I definitely appreciate that. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns or you have any um, topics that you would like for me to discuss in the coming months, in the coming weeks, uh, definitely hit me up, the talk with Mike at gmail.com, Micah Piss Lord on Facebook, or you may also hit up the Talk with Mike and Friends Facebook page. And I'm there, just waiting on you to uh, hit me up, okay? And, of course, you guys know I always end with a quote of the week, right? A quote of the week. Well, this time I actually have two quote of the weeks, um, two special ones, and here we are. Uh, number one, once you replace negative thoughts with positive ones, you'll start having positive results. Again, once you replace negative thoughts with positive ones, you'll start having positive results. And the last was certainly, certainly not least, never sacrifice who you are just because someone else has a problem with it. Again, never sacrifice who you are just because someone else has a problem with that. And with that said, thank you so very much. And until next time, be blessed.